0: There be an executive order. The kings hold up doing who knows what. After Hannah died, heaven's pretty much been a suck sandwich. I'm Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris Mosier. And this is Monster of the Week, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I are covering every single episode of the TV show Supernatural, and we are back with what is hopefully the most boring episode of season 11. Yeah. Uh, I, Chris, I watched this today. I watched it before we mm-hmm. recorded, and I could barely keep my eyes on the screen. Why yeah, I watched so, it yesterday. And is I, this is so boring.
1: <laughs> when you said you
0: started, I said, I know I watched it. I know I took notes, but I don't remember watching it. It's um it's weird because there's a lot of components here but it felt uh-huh. like it was more just taking places taking things from like one point and moving them to the next without much the the best part of this episode is Rowena and Amara. So like mm-hmm. I guess applause all around for making the most interesting things in this episode about women especially because it's a buckling meat episode. <laughs> like yeah. could be a lot Oh, worse. that's
1: maybe that's why it sucks. Uh no, okay, sucks is the wrong word because like plot-wise everything's fine. Like I'm I'm okay with like where everything starts and where it ends you know what i mean but like it's it is not an entertaining view um i checked the the time several times throughout it to be like oh shit there's still 20 minutes left there's still 12 minutes left uh which the last two episodes (laughs) yeah i certainly
0: did not feel that way the last two episodes and
1: okay maybe this that is that's why this one has to slow it down a little bit
0: but i don't know so um before we get into the main part of the episode, I want to thank all of our patrons. Um we had a kind of an amazing thing happen. Uh we Chris and I got into a weird role playing situation on the Discord, which somehow <laughs> oh, resulted yeah. into our Patreon uh. kind of blowing up over overnight, it seemed like. So yeah, I um yeah, Jeremy wild. was put on trial for I was, for for crimes mm, for many, discord many crimes. crimes for discord crimes um i am going to create a jail by the way i haven't got around to doing it but we are <laughs> you and i will be able to send us people to discord jail where they can only post on one channel on the discord and people can <laughs> opt in or whether or not they want to respond to them <laughs> anyway um but thank you for everybody all of the new patrons uh there's there's a bunch of you i'm going to take the yes. top one off the list which is melissa so thank you melissa thank you um, melissa actually let's just do this like you to dave Carrie. Liesl and melissa Liesl? 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 lisol l know. e s l don't i don't have any I'll idea leave you hanging on that one yeah, but yeah, thank don't. you everybody yeah um
1: it it was a yeah it's
0: been it was a super awesome week um so yeah thanks yeah and um this is the last podcast before 2020, and so thank you for everybody sticking with us. We, we, last podcast of the decade. This will be the first podcast in 2020, (gasps) actually. First (laughs)
1: podcast of the decade. (laughs) decade. New year. I mean, I know we, I know we don't want to say it,
0: but new year, new me, really. New year, new honks. Uh, Chris, do you have one new year's resolution that you want to share with anybody? Yeah. Um, I should, I'm gonna move
1: a little bit physically in 2020, um, like you know, move my body, like not like move, like move my house or anything like that. (laughs) <laughs> um i I blasted my knee out by just standing up yesterday sure so it's yeah. time yeah. to get i don't care about losing weight or like getting healthy i just like i should move my body that's my goal is to move my body
0: understandable i think uh i am also going to do that i'm going to i was doing really good <laughs> at the gym until december and then december destroyed me and then like after christmas i was like okay it's time i'm going to be more active at the gym and then i got sick mm-hmm. And then I just now getting over being sick and I still haven't been back to the gym because I just didn't want to go. So, yeah, uh, New Year's resolutions, everybody. You
1: don't have Those to some, do them. Some basic resolutions. We basic. Got for yeah, we're both going here. to go to
0: two white guys on a podcast talked about yeah. maybe I should go to the gym more. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Chris, sum up season 11's activities thus far.
1: Oh, man. OK, let's see. Sam might have managed to cure himself of the darkness's influence, but the Winchester's problems are only just beginning. After Dean escapes the troubled town with local cop Jenna and newly born baby Amara, things take a turn for the worse when Crowley arrives posing as an exorcist, and it is discovered that baby Amara is actually the darkness incarnate, and oops, she ate Jenna's soul. Uh, Now the king of hell wants to use this soul-devouring child for nefarious means, while the Winchesters desperately search for an aquarium to drop Castiel in. Good stuff. Do you like my uh,
0: aquarium joke? I did. I liked it a lot, yes. It's extremely good. Oh boy, this episode. We are we are talking about season 11, <laughs> episode 3, The Bad Seed. A title that I don't... What is what is it even referencing? I don't know. What are, we, oh, yeah. what are we talking about? Is that talking about Amara? I mean, I guess that's the only... But I mean, sure. She's not a seed. She's, she's a human a girl. She, she's not even a human girl. She's a cosmic entity. Oh yeah, that's true. She, this was written by Brad Buckner and Eugenie Ross-Lemming. It was directed by none other than Jensen Ackles. Oh, wow. Uh, sorry jensen you blew it i'm going to finish (laughs) this paragraph and then i'll talk about that uh while rowena tries to consolidate her power to protect herself from the winchesters sam and dean search for a missing baby connected to the darkness meanwhile castiel struggles to heal and crowley tries to find a way to use the darkness for his own personal gain out of all of the episodes i think this is like the fourth or fifth jensen knackles directed episode that Mm -hmm. we've we've covered i uh i find this one to be pretty boring uh just from like there's some there's just not a lot of like it's 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 like workman like right like it's perfectly fine uh, which is something i think you said earlier on there's just not a lot of exciting stuff happening in this episode And maybe that's
1: the script maybe that's not the direction but uh it's still pretty boring and his first episode that he directed was the weekend of bobby's i think that follows bobby and rufus a little bit which is like, Mm -hmm. like it's a fantastic episode um So,
0: you know, Jensen, you're slipping in your old age, buddy. Jensen, come on, dude. What are you doing? (laughs) Is it not enough that you're just extremely attractive and can act better than anybody else on this show? You also have to. I mean, come on. You're going to just phone it in on one of your chances to direct. I'm kidding. It's not that bad. Uh, We start out with Rowena um, Mm -hmm. looking incredibly hot in a cool dress as usual. Uh, she is trying to recruit three new witches To something she keeps calling the Mega Coven Yeah,
1: come on, it, Ruina You're better than that That's a dumb name And everybody
0: knows it I appreciate yeah. that everyone's like, Ruina, please Yeah, everyone <laughs> really? she pitches Mega Coven to is like mm, mm, We could maybe work on the
1: Can we work maybe on the work title? On
0: the maybe um, The witches are kind of doubting her ability To put together the Mega Coven And she says, what are you talking about? I killed the king of hell by compelling an angel in my service to do so And they're like, mm, actually i saw crowley the other day he was yeah actually
1: sorry yeah they call her super delusional um yes. they're like mega coven maybe that sounds good with your alaskan accent but not to us yeah um and so she she fires off a spell from the book of the damned and just destroys them all so despite the fact that she's actually coming off as um maybe insecure here maybe like oh, come on guys like don't you want to like do you want to come to my birthday party like please guys um she immediately turns it back around on everybody and yeah just like destroys them on the spot so she's uh she's still got some power and she's very upset that Crowley is still alive
0: yes she's very very angry about it we go over to Dean who is uh kind of just having a little memory sesh with him and Amara being in like the the weird CGI darkness Sam is trying to talk to him because Sam has kind of found a case uh but he's takes him a little while to 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 get back into at the with the, the real world uh the typical like hey hey you in there you okay yeah i'm fine always it's always that exact exchange <laughs> also in a weird bit, bit of uh set design there's a fish chained to the floor they it's have a weird. fish flopping around in what a chair like an idiot that's so weird put him in a tank so dude odd. yeah get them um, get him in the aquarium this that, that chris mentioned yeah uh so they've got castiel cut out for that which reason <laughs> yeah. didn't laugh at that joke uh, oh, oh oh uh <laughs> castiel i was like wow man
1: okay not even a courtesy laugh Jeez, um
0: <laughs> sorry about
1: that. cast they got castiel all chained up and like swaddled in a blanket a big big old fish blanket oh, it's so um, beautiful. it's so nice they're talking about you know the the nature of the darkness's power how much power she might have um and sam is like hey i know guys why don't we ask metatron for help
0: He's shut like, don't f- even fucking, up, Sam. Don't shut even up, fucking bring Sam. him up. What are you doing? Uh, just throws a glass of water at Cass. And he's like, shut up, Sam. All right. <laughs> um,. <laughs> <laughs> enough is enough. Does he just throw the glass or just the water? Which he, which which one is he doing? Which he
1: throws he? the he just splashes the water from the glass. Which one I'll, means
0: anger and which one means love is a question. I don't that, know that fish TL is asking right now. He's,
1: that's what he's asking himself, but he's just gurgling because he has gills and it's hard for him to speak. Um,
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're trying to find Rowena and they're like, Cass, you have any idea where Rowena is? He's like. <laughs> 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 They just, it's like, a he's like a reverse tulpa, or I don't know, they just keep calling him a fish, so now he's really taking it on fish-like qualities. Absolutely. Um, they, so, they think that, that Rowena can help um, get Fix rid of the, the, spell. Yeah. The, the spell, yeah. And while Cass just, like, softly
0: flaps and moans in his chair. Uh, we go over to Crowley, um, who's basically telling all of his minions to find and kill Rowena. Uh, while he has also enlisted the help of a nanny demon and is basically educating Amara using Hitler videos. Uh,
1: yeah, they're just radicalizing this baby because Crowley doesn't want uh, it's, her it's, to... Go ahead. Well, Crowley, yeah, Crowley doesn't want her to have outside influences. She wants to make sure that she's super evil and on his team, um, which I, it seems kind it of productive to make her like psycho evil because then she'd be like, well, I don't need you, Crowley. I'm that's, that's like evil is as evil does. evil Evil doesn't make alliances, but... That's neither here nor there.
0: This is, um, I think, a perfect example of why Buckleman episodes sometimes don't really work for me. Because they, they use, like, the laziest uh-huh. nods to evil. Like, oh, let's just make it a Nazi thing. And, like, you have made Crowley, like, a complex, complicated character who's like gender fluid and also sexually fluid, which is like in direct opposition of everything. The Nazis, like what, yeah. what are you doing right now? Besides like, what could this- he
1: be saying in those speeches that would inspire Amar? Like, Oh, okay. I just hate people who were different than me. Did yeah. that help?
0: Does <laughs> I that guess it- make me stronger? <laughs> I guess it's lucky that I'm white. Right guys. <laughs> yeah, like, <what laughs> wow. Jeez. What is Amar going to really get from this? Like it's really fucking dumb. Um, it is incredibly lazy. You're right. Yeah, I do not do not like it. Uh, Crowley walks over and they have this conversation.
1: Like, you'd literally be better off with the, the Emperor Palpatine tragedy of Darth Plagueis story, because yes. at least that's like, ah, there is an allure to being evil and to following this path. Okay, I'll follow in Crowley's footsteps. Yeah, once
0: you get done with the Hitler videos, introduce her to Thrawn. The Thrawn yeah. is a much better evil. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Amara just has picture, giant, p- giant canvases of flannel, of, <laughs> of flannel going like, oh, I need to study yeah. their kind if I'm going yeah. to- <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. We're going to lose all of our supernatural audience by talking like, about what? so much yeah. Star Wars. Enough, shit. guys. Like, enough. Dang, Dean should have played Han Solo. Um,
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. What are we talking about here? Uh, so she's and Amara sh- talks, oh, she, and she's yeah. talking
0: about how God tricked her and sealed her away. Um, yeah. So she's, she, she wants to be saved
1: from god here because she's like i don't want to i'm not i'm not trying to catch that smoke i'm trying to deliver him my own kind of smoke Mm -hmm. um so far so good crowley thinks
0: yeah crowley like is like well i'm a king and i can protect you like he's obviously thinking he's in control of the situation which as a viewer even as somebody who's seen these episodes i think even even as someone that hasn't i'm sure you're picking up on this too obviously not in very much control of the situation no
1: no things are going to quickly spiral for him (laughs) um so now we jump back over to Rowena, who is meeting with more witches at a cafe, because that's the only place that uh, witches ever seem to meet. Or cafes, restaurants, stuff Mimos- like that. Mimosas with the
0: girls! What's up? It just
1: feels like they should be meeting in a graveyard, and I know that that doesn't really uh, mesh with Supernatural's depiction of witches, but I wish they were meeting in a forest graveyard somewhere. That's this is just very, my...
0: This is very suburban goth, though. You have yeah. to admit it. It's very suburban goth. It's true. It's true.
1: Um, so she's trying to convince them to join the mega coven, and they're like... Anything other than than Mega would will we'll do it if you just change the name. I wish that one person would just say that. <laughs> what about Large Coven? Let's Large Coven. The, even. Let's come
0: up with a better Coven name for Romeo. Okay. What, what, if Besides um, Mega, what's your pitch? Ultima Coven. I don't know. Ooh, Ultima Coven. I like it. Um, what is the um, shit? Um, I was going to say, like, Mecha Shiva Coven. Ooh. <laughs> That's not Ooh. really even a thing. Call it the Master Coven. The I don't know. Coven. Literally yeah, anything. Yeah. What about the anything. Jedi Coven, Chris?
1: The Jedi Coven, bro. The fucking Sith Coven, Coven dude. of the
0: Sith. What's up? <laughs> Forget about it. It's don't worry, easy. Guys. Don't worry, guys. This, the last Star Wars thing came out. So we, this will eventually we, we'll yeah, it'll fade. get it out it'll of fade. our system in like a week it'll and a
1: half. Um, so they still don't want to join. But then she's like, hey, guys, like, if you join me, I can give you unlimited power. And um, one of them is like, "Oh, can I, you know, be- get promoted with you or whatever?" So as they're starting to maybe come around to the uh, idea of joining um, the mega coven, they uh, are suddenly attacked by a Sith, <laughs> excuse me, a demon Oops, assassin, excuse me, <laughs> um, <laughs> who whose eyes turn black and he pulls out a knife and he cuts one of the witches' throats and it's this whole thing. But um, Rowena uses magic, aka the Force, to mm-hmm. uh, block up the exit as she escapes out the door. Back to the bunker,
0: uh, where Dean is calling Crowley, but Crowley's not answering, and Sam's kind of not surprised. Uh, Sam gets the idea of like, "Hey, Metatron stole that shabby car that Castiel was driving. Let's look for that." Um, yeah. The trivia of this episode. Castiel
1: like, is so bummed when he calls it shitty. He <because> calls <laughs> like, really what the sad. Hell,
0: dude? <laughs> the uh, the trivia section. <laughs> Has an, an interesting line about this. Um, it's revealed that Metatron stole Castiel's car in Book of the Dam when he escaped. However, he hasn't had any accidents or moving violation with it, which surprises oh Castiel. God. As a former oh. shut-in and scribe of God, wouldn't be thought of as to be a good driver. I what hate,
1: a- I hate <laughs> the wiki so much.
0: <laughs> can you believe that there that he hasn't had a moving violation with? Castiel's I want to meet. Can we get the hooping? person?
1: Can we get the person who who runs this website on this on this podcast, please? I need to ask them some questions. I want to find
0: out what kind of person that they are because I'm pretty sure I know exactly what kind of person they are. Yeah, we, it's the kind of person you don't want on any <laughs> podcast ever.
1: Mm, actually, actually, Kesjo um, mm. actually very surprised to learn that um, Metatron can drive because actually he never um, even got a license.
0: Uh. Unfortunately, Castiel, um, has, has a little moment here. His he's run out of oxygen in the air. So he starts flapping (laughs) around and his eyes start bleeding. It's really Uh, embarrassing for him. Super embarrassing. He finally like comes back to, and they're like, what year is it? And he's like, earth is seven, several billion years ago from the beginning or, or whatever. So, uh, he describes this as being pureed like a tomato. Cute.
1: Sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, this is where when when Dean, you know, wakes him up, swaddles him back up in that in that blanket. Mm-hmm. Um Cass is now hearing angel radio again and they are searching for both uh Castiel and Metatron. Um so they need to to hurry if they if they want to find Metatron before the angels do because um yeah, this is just a dangling plot thread that we got to deal with, you know, guys. Um so Sam um he picks up the story about what happened at that cafe with the witches, so now it's time for them to Get ready to go.
0: Uh, before that, we go to Amara, who is clicking through uh, various Windows desktop background options that have come mm-hmm. pre-installed on your computer, uh, <laughs> and then she's like, "This kind of sucks." Also, God kind of sucks. Let me go look in the mirror. Holy shit! I'm an older woman now. What yeah. the hell is this mirror? <laughs> a- this is wild, yo. Um, <laughs> Whitney, you think like this is a fucked up mirror? Like, but she does. She just totally accepts it. It's great.
1: Yeah, she's like, "Oh, that's me. That's cool." Um, yeah, she's seeing the the adult manifestation of herself um they talk about god they talk about their mission um and, and they talk adult, about
0: getting that Besco medal or whatever yeah
1: they're tr- yeah they try to get that beskar um <laughs> she adults adult amara i guess or the darkness says i am what you are becoming and we are mightier than god if we can just get that that beskar steel
0: mm-hmm. impenetrable to blaster fire belt it gotta get it melted down and then put yeah. on my chest yes. uh watch the mandalorian everybody it's a really good it's a really it's a good, good show. show so um an angel to even walk into a bar and i thought this scene was gonna go somewhere it's just mm-hmm. this one scene um it's such s- a weird non-sequitur non-event of a thing
1: yeah. yeah
0: it seems like it's this is the best scene in the whole episode
1: it's not um it's just it's It's a fully formed thing that just is just dropped down in the middle. Essentially, there's a there's a demon sitting at the bar. An angel walks in. They look like they're about to face off, but then they just sit down. They have a drink. They complain about the fact that um, these alarms are going off. They don't actually know yet what the problem is, but they're like, hey, heaven sucks. Hell sucks. All these people, they don't they don't care about us. It's the little guy who gets screwed like somebody's got to do something about this. Um, And maybe they need to team up together. Uh, to figure out what this new threat to both of them
0: is. Um, yeah. if you wanna, if you wanna know how important these guys are to the plot of this episode, the demon is credited as unnamed demon. They he didn't even give him like Chad or anything. Like he's just he's just unnamed. He's not even worthy of Chad, Chris. Yeah, he's you know, forget about it. Forget about it, dude. Um, yeah, I mean,
1: I I get the implication here that um maybe angels and demons are not as happy with. Uh, the way things are being run, I mean, neither am I. They should have stopped these plot
0: lines five seasons ago, but here we are. Um, I th- It's only interesting in the context of Amora, right? Like, if we have right, something right. equal to or greater than God and all of these, like... Uh, flunkies are also not interested in the current environment like that gives her an opportunity to convert but then all we get all that is is just angel infighting again and it's just like a political Mm -hmm. machination and now i'm back to reading fucking tom clancy novels in my supernatural i just kill a goddamn
1: vampire y'all angel infighting is easily the worst part of supernatural um hands down and um i mean they've got some other problematic stuff but plot line plot line stuff It's always the boring angel shit. Nobody cares about any of these people. They always die the same episode they're introduced. None of it ever matters. Um, So I don't know. It would be cool if maybe we hadn't seen them for a while. And now there's these two forces are are popping up saying like, hey, there's this new threat. Like, we're not happy with where we are. Um, If we were just now catching back up with with angels and and maybe demons, too, um, that would be more interesting. But I mean, overall, this scene is fine. The implication of it is fine. I guess I just
0: wanted to complain about angels. And anytime anytime like again angel politics come into play i'm just mm-hmm. I'm, I'm already checked out um yeah. from here we go to sam and dean who have scooped up one of the witches from the uh mimosa party earlier she denies that she's a witch but then sam and dean just like lay it on her like well you were there meeting rowena because she has the book of the damned right like and yeah. she's like no i i have no idea what you're yeah. talking also, about Also, y- your you're purse not-
1: is filled with spell components and we would know
0: <laughs> I love it. like Sam pulls out a pentagram and is like shy, it's like well you have a fucking pentagram here. I'm like, She's like, yeah, ever heard a hot topic, dude? <laughs> you have one of those tattooed on your chest, homie. Yeah. What the fuck are yeah. you like, Fuck who's, off. Who's, dude. What finger are you pointing at anybody? Yeah. I'm just I just
1: I, I love goth. Okay, I love vampires. I love uh great <laughs> gothic fiction. Can you get off my fucking ass? Yes, and, Sam Winchester.
0: And I love chicken wings. That's why all them chicken bones are in my purse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I dude. I've eating chicken wings on the road. Yeah, way to shame me, dude. Come on. Yeah. Seriously?
1: The girl like gets hungry. Chicken wings.
0: <laughs> Let I see a girly you're not, chicken wing. You're completely ignoring the empty packet of ranch dressing in my purse. You don't yeah. think that that's something? Oh, know? yeah. So
1: suddenly the packet of ranch dressing isn't so interesting when it doesn't fit your narrative, huh? Well, <laughs> they've got her at gunpoint being like, do the spell. Do the fucking spell. What about the ranch? What about the ranch, you guys? Huh? She's waving the packet. What about this?
0: Doesn't fit your narrative, Sam Winchester. Where did my celery go? Sam's like, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> Sam Winchester sneaking celery sticks out of a witch's purse is a really good image to me for some reason. Um, anyway, um, they want her to, help, they want her to yeah. cast a spell so they can find Rowena, yeah. um,
1: and she starts to do some scrying for them. Yes. And we cut back to uh, Crowley, and he is giving a gift to Amara. Uh, he tries to give her a kid's book, but she's already reading Dante's Inferno, because what else would she be reading?
0: In the original Italian, no
1: less. Ah, excellent. Uh-huh. She is uh, evolving quite quickly
0: and she says that she is super hungry and uh the demon nanny brings over a tray of what looked like delicious sweets but they she's like, not chicken for chicken
1: and, and ranch dressing it's yes. like which delights with some yeah. sam
0: sized bites spit taken out of them
1: yes yeah. <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> used a diet in the forest to hand over this uh, half bitten uh. <laughs> uh, celery. Okay. Um and she eats the demon. That's what happens. She eats the demon. She eats the demon. Yeah, we eat souls. And um the body just drops there because that body's been dead for a while
0: now. And that's it's kind of interesting because uh there's a moment later and I just want to bring it up now before I forget where uh this happens again and Crowley like asks one of his minions it's like that's that's on the menu for tonight and he's like yes sir don't worry there's not going to be any weird soulless beings walking around the the pits of hell or whatever and i'm like isn't that like what hell like yeah that isn't sounds that like a of- kind of hellish thing that you should have in hell and God, just soulless It sounds like suits. hell yeah. yeah i don't We're, know <laughs> i'm not trying to i'm not i'm not here for the good school system y'all <laughs> like, yeah give me some evil. <laughs> well, yeah what is this um so
1: next we cut back over to uh, Rowena in a wonderful bad what, uh, blonde what disguise, is trying in this trying scene, to get this? into a cab that she presumably called. She called a cab in her fake disguise, and then Dean in also a fake disguise, sunglasses, fedora, Hawaiian shirt, what? shorts. Did I imagine shorts?
0: Is he wearing shorts? <laughs> I think I don't think that he is, but he is now in my brain. He <laughs> is in my brain, and he's also what? wearing flip flops. And um, what is happening in this scene? What? Where is anybody going? What is going on? it doesn't matter they're Why trying to be her what the hell but she could she recognizes him even
1: through the hawaiian shirt and sunglasses and she throws him um using a spell and just as she's about to take him down suddenly her boyfriend sam swoops in and cuffs her with the angel or with the whatever the
0: magic handcuffs i can't even in good conscience and for the integrity of this podcast i can't even call this a double brother bluff it's, it's not. It's, it's not even that. Like he just shows up in a different shirt than we're used yeah, to seeing him. in. It's like, <laughs> do you think that people are only look at your shirts, Dean? Like you're the most yeah. gorgeous man in humanity. Like this is
1: a braven, brazen brother. I don't even know. I was, try- I was trying to go over some alliteration this is, um, there. You know what
0: this is? This is a brazen brother blunder. That's what this is. There, we, this, go. This there was, we go. This was engineered from the beginning. I can see the conversation happening. Dean's pulling off the flannel. Sam is freaking out. This won't work, Dean. Dean, this won't work. This is not going to work. I'm going to have to it'll work. I, I'm going to bring the cuffs, Dean. And Dean is like, no, Sammy, I got this. I got this on my own this time. We don't uh, need the- I'm bringing the cuffs. <laughs> Dean's unlacing his boots and Sam was like what are you doing and then he really sees Dean pull up the flip flops oh god that fucking like white sock imprint on that ankle uh-huh. like, it's just uh-huh. not coming out he's trying to rub it out <laughs> it's not coming it's not coming out it's just gonna be there you can't wear flops with those imprinted socks <laughs> screw it I'm leaving the socks on oh no Dean no <laughs> Not that Dean. know she'll never recognize me <laughs> um i had a friend so yeah, that was real big into wearing sandals with socks for a while and i'm like dude just please stop doing that bro like, don't do it pick, bro. pick a lane
1: uh we cut over to castiel trying to do research on metatron but all he finds is dean's porn and then we cut back over to amara uh, who's continuing to feed on souls um she thinks that god made a world where people have to suffer and die so she is like, yo, that's, that sucks. Like, what's the point of being alive? Like this whole, this whole world is, is miserable. So her, like her stance isn't necessarily the full evil. Like I want to dominate and destroy everything. Hers is the, everyone's suffering and this sucks. We need to get rid of this. She's not even seeing people as people. She's just seeing them as like entities of God that
0: need to be wiped out. And, you know, Crowley's response to this is like, oh, well, let's remake it together. We can make it be super evil. And she's like, ah, you know i don't really think you're did you read the the essay that i wrote it's only like four pages like you gotta everything being evil
1: like would not be like that's not that's not cool um but it all seems very unimportant in the big picture according to her oh this is just bullshit and now you realize like yeah she's like fully in control here like crowley has to keep acting like he's providing for her and doing all
0: these things but he he dug himself this hole Absolutely. And she eats another demon. So surprise. Whoops. Uh, uh, The brothers chained down Sam's girlfriend. Um, It's super kinky in their sex dungeon. Mm -hmm. They're looking for the book of the dam. But of course, she just didn't keep that in her purse. Dean tells Sam to go grab Castiel. And then kind of does this like, like, I'm going to kick my heels up on the table. And like, oh, you're going to do whatever I say. I don't care what we agree to. You're going to do it because I have Crowley on speed dial. And she's like, fuck off. I'm dating your brother. He's so much cooler than you. (laughs) Um,
1: Yeah, that's why Sam gets sent out of the room because he just is not.
0: uh, He's a little worried about what might happen if he if he leaves the room (laughs) because he wants to hang out with his Sam when he's just titting them jorts. You know what I'm saying? It's too much. (laughs) It's just too much. Stop titting your jorts around the prisoner. Come on. Um, So
1: they found. They found, what, the codex, but they don't have the, the actual Book of the Damned, right?
0: Yes, they have the codex, but not the Book of the Damned. Um,
1: so I wrote here, Dean, play by my rules, Winchester, thinks he could uh, change their deal and take the book um but yeah Rowena is no longer gonna like she's she's not messing with them anymore like this because she knows every single time she makes a deal with them they like double cross which is like there are heroes they're supposed to be honorable in some way um but they never are literally ever um because their deal here was oh I'll fix Crowley or I'll fix Castiel and then you'll let me go um
0: unfortunately uh, Castiel has fled the coop he is yeah. roaming the the streets of unnamed town that the bunker is in, mm-hmm. and uh, has found the, the the site of a what looks like a young teenage girl that he's just going to murder for no reason. Even though yeah. nothing has suggested up to this point that he is a, a, unable to control himself to this extent that he has to stalk a teenage. I fucking hate Bucklingman episodes sometimes, yep. Chris. I really do. Jesus Christ, Every, what is this? All, all of the
1: violence that we've seen Castiel commit or like almost commit? was basically, like, people stumbled upon him, and then he's like, oh shit, this, like, you know, like when the, when the farmer boy, whatever, found him out in the shed, where Cassio was like, get away from me, I'm trying to hide, I, I can't control myself, like, I, my body wants to commit violence, uh, and then he runs away. And this is just a, like, full, like, 180 from that, of, like, I'm actually going to go actively pursue um, a target, and because, like, why not just um, bring this, like, very real-life scary situation That happens to women all the time and just like throw, let Castiel be in there. Let Castiel
0: be creepy. And not only does it seem like completely, not only does it seem like it breaks the rules of the spell that they've established over the last few episodes, it's also completely unrealistic behavior from a fish. And I think that's really my main problem is like a fish. Like he's not
1: even by a body of water. Like
0: it doesn't (laughs) make sense that he'd be this far inland, you know? also fish are known allies they have got you know women and lgbtq people's back like fish we know this about
1: fish we do know this about fish and it just doesn't seem spell doesn't seem like it
0: could take that that kind of stuff away right yeah so
1: yeah but anyway they get in the car uh three musketeers they head off to go find uh castiel they're using the gps to track his phone Rowena's like hey I could just like use a spell but her boyfriend's like nope that's not happening we're not taking off the cuffs keeping the cuffs Um, on
0: or else the tent goes down you know what I'm saying yeah
1: that's right that's right um Crowley uh yeah we're back to Crowley now no it's fine the tent tent stays up the tent (laughs) stays up in that front seat um (laughs) back to back to hell back with Crowley Mm -hmm. uh he's brought in a new nanny um Mm -hmm. and he's like hey dude like we gotta stop overfeeding Amara like things are getting things are getting a little intense we gotta cut back on this and the new nanny's like, bro, like, you know, if I tell her that she's going to eat me
0: <laughs> like nine times out of ten, she's going to eat me. She's definitely going to eat me. I love Crowley being kind of um, as, as much as I like super evil Crowley. That's like the master of machination or whatever. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, he's like the snivelly, like trying to get out of homework kind of Crowley. And I dig yeah. that too. And that's, this is very much that of like, hey, why don't you go deal with this problem that I've created for myself? And I am going to do anything else but that.
1: Yeah, he's like scary, spooky Crowley for um, like one episode. (laughs) Then he just
0: goes back to being wrapped
1: around the finger of a little girl. Um, Okay, so uh, back to Rowena and they're in the car and she spills the beans finally that the deal that she made with Sam to get the mark off of Dean was for Sam to kill Crowley, uh, which he still has not done. And I forgot that this was a secret. (laughs) Um, Sam says he never told Dean because nothing ever came of it. So like, what's the point? Um, Obviously, Dean is pissed like you know openly pissed so it's not like the it's fine sammy i'm just gonna glower and be mad he's like openly like dude what the hell like why you keep a secret that sucks um i want to know the same thing but i feel like we like this been there done that with all of this shit like sam was already going behind his back to save him like what does it matter if you like agreed and then didn't kill crowley (laughs)
0: I I, I didn't understand like why this was significant to Dean either. Like, I feel like at some point, like the mark came off of Dean and Sam was like, Oh yeah, I've been totally plotting to do this behind your back. Like, did he just not tell him about that? I feel like he'd already told him about that. So the only factor in this whole thing is like, he agreed to kill Crowley in which case, like is like Dean has tried to kill Crowley on multiple times and has argued that they should kill Crowley. Like he granted, he didn't given the best opportunity in the previous Mm -hmm. episode, but Mm -hmm. still like it's, this just seems like a like trying to stir up the old brother drama that doesn't actually exist.
1: Yeah, they uh, man the CW re- really must rely on that for for ratings or something because that's really really stupid. Um, but it thankfully doesn't seem to go anywhere right now because uh, they start to close in on Castiel, um, who is still pursuing pre- pursuing this woman in an alleyway. Uh, this woman, scared for her life, hides in a nearby abandoned building, a wet pipe factory. Like that's literally the only way you could describe this building. Yeah. Um,
0: If we had not had that joke since season one, we would have created it for this episode. Yeah,
1: it it would have been born today. Um, Castile chases her inside. Dean hears
0: this commotion. He chases after them. Hey, can Um, we we talk about the one scene where Dean, like, catcalls a woman, and she's like, get away, creep. And he's like, okay. Yeah, she tells (laughs) him to get a life. It's like,
1: on top of... The actual like spooky murderous stalker going after a, a vulnerable alone woman. Then it's like you know let's also have our hero hit on a chick, right? That'd be cool to have our hero hit on a chick in a dark alley, right? That's like a dope good idea, right? Super okay. good idea,
0: super great. And idea. Like
1: no, no 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 it's cool though because she turns him down and he like walks away. It's like shut the fuck up, everybody shut up, Buck Leming. <laughs>
0: Buck what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, um, so anyway, he follows the woman in, into um this building. Uh, she's about to, he's about to kill her, or yeah, he just starts something. strangling her. That's yeah, cool, super great. Uh, Dean walks in and is like, "Hey, stop!" Castillo says, "I'm a fish," which is the only funny part of the of the scene. Yeah, eventually yeah. Rowena interrupts, um, and she is being held at gunpoint with, with Sam's bullet that he tells the audience is loaded with witch killing bullets.
1: I kind of feel mm-hmm. like it's loaded with more...
0: kisses, more like it. It's <laughs> just just little kiss marks. This is my just kiss mark kisses. gun. <sniffs> thinky face that cool everybody uh <laughs> i kind of feel like just normal bullets would kill a witch like at this point like if you yeah. put a bullet into a witch's head i, I think like if you i kidding. think you shot her she wouldn't not live yeah <laughs> i feel like i don't think that there's a spell that can bring you bring your brains back into your body right yeah i don't know that's anyway I'm
1: like i don't want to i don't really want to get into it but I, all i'm saying is i don't think you need witch kill bullets at that range
0: <laughs> So, uh, Rowena, like, does something to Castiel, he falls on the floor, they think he's asleep or passed out, but he's not, he wakes back up, and that's when Rowena does some magic and sends the the gun, the witch-killing bullet gun flying, she smooches Sam real quick and then shoves him inside, and then closes the door and locks them into this building, which, not really, and then she leaves, so she's on the loose again. Yeah. Uh
1: Uh-oh, Rowena's on the loose. (laughs) Uh, uh, Uh-oh, it's magic. On the loose. (laughs) On Uh, the loose yeah. (laughs) So, okay. Uh, Did we save Castiel yet? Is he still a fish?
0: Yes, he's still he's still a fish, but now he is a fish that doesn't stalk women again. So he's Uh, that's right. We go back to the bunker, and um, Sam is handing out beers. Dean is is like, wow, I'm like my face hurts because this fish punched me so much. And Sam's and Castiel is like, (laughs) yeah. He
1: also offers to heal Dean, but Dean says, no, I had it coming. Not really sure why. Um, I mean, there's plenty of reasons for Dean to like deserve a punch or two, but like, I feel like he didn't do anything specifically this time.
0: I can't, to deserve I can't finish it. unless this this fish punches me, man. This is like, how it
1: works. yeah, like you, you could have like swelling in your brain, bro. Like, don't just you know, just let him heal you, dude. You, just let
0: him heal you. Um, that's it. And we go to Crowley, who finds the new nanny dead on the floor. Finds Amara as a teenager staring in the mirror. And she looks at him and says, I'm hungry. And he says, well, we need to talk about that. And she goes, no, I'm hungry. Yeah. And it's super yeah. scary. And she is, looks pretty evil and like she's about to murderize Crowley. And dun, that's dun, the end of this very boring kind of sexist episode. Uh, and I'm glad it's over with. <laughs> You hate to see it. Oh, you hate that expression now. We can't use it anymore. Strike you know, that from the podcast. I said that, and I mentioned to Autumn that I said that, and now it's the only thing that we... Like, every time someone says it, she's like, is that bothering you? And I'm like, no, I shouldn't have said anything. I should have just, not, I should have just lived with it yeah. instead. It would have just died out. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, now it
1: lives on forever.
0: Now it lives on in my podcast host. Uh, so yeah this was an episode I it's as, just as yeah it's fine it's, it's
1: boring hopefully
0: we will get something better next uh, next week there's not even like a monster of the week to this there's no villain yeah. in this it's yeah. just moving stuff around like i feel like we've seen like there's no danger or anything like not like the i guess the angels it's, are on the hunt for metatron but we don't even yeah hit, wrap that up like, one of our heroes might kill an innocent woman <laughs> yeah cast castiel the fish stalks a woman kind of badly yeah. yeah i i just what a what a kind of a piss poor episode all around all mm-hmm. around and I'm, i actually am because I, I like jensen ackles when he directs episodes i think he usually does a good job i don't think he's given shit to work with in this one no no um
1: i hope it was his decision to put dean in that shirt um because i gotta give it up for that at least <laughs> hopefully hopefully so uh last thoughts um yeah, hope, hopefully they'll, they'll they'll pull it back around next episode. Uh we can use a monster of the week, I think. Um as much as I'm interested in the main thrust of the plot, maybe three episodes is just too much for supernatural to handle. Maybe we need a break.
0: I have uh extremely high hopes for the next episode um i'm i'm pretty pretty stoked about it so i'm cool, I'm cool. hoping that that will, will turn it back it turn us turn us back around uh because season 11 was rocking until this episode which was yep. it's not even like it's derailing it it's just like let's put some pieces together for, and keep the podcast uh, keep the t- tv show going everybody all right anyway uh thank you everybody to for listening thank you to our patrons over at patreon.com slash monster of the week those people will get um cool shit like exclusive podcast um we get uh, access to our Discord, access to episodes early, all kinds of cool stuff. Patreon.com/slash Monster of the Week. Check out our other podcast about emojis, ThinkingFace.cool. We just wrapped up Mucky Week. We're about to start Heart Quarter, <laughs> Here, so oh. <laughs> we're gonna buckle up, everybody. To, every, everybody buckle up. Um, you can find links to all of that stuff and more at MonsterWeek.cool. And uh, we'll be back next week with Nobody puts Baby in a Corner. I don't like the use of baby in
1: that sentence, okay? Good night, everybody.
0: Good night, everybody. Well, well, well. it isn't my old nemesis babu freak babu freak hey hey. that's the only thing that he says in the movie it's your mortal enemy babu my name is darth vader
1: darth vader and babu freak immortal enemies older than time itself
0: it's kind of like a romeo and juliet situation except with less sex and more poison and a bigger size difference (laughs) No, a size difference to get all you AO3 nerds really high, uh, And a lot of choke play. Yeah. <laughs> Just so much choke play. Oh no, uh, We're going to need to use the tags on this one, everybody. <laughs> oh, Gotta boy, warn everybody oh away from what we're doing. Boy, oh boy. Uh, Jeremy, how are
1: you doing, my friend? I'm doing very well, Chris. How are you? I'm a little sleepy, but you know, it's the end of the day. It's okay. It's almost bedtime
0: you had a a long weekend good weekend
1: mm. you know it, we had, we had a good weekend but um the heat the heat in this house is just not we're not able to control it because um as i've said many times my bedroom is like off like it's like its own thing basically so the thermostat that controls the radiator in my room is uh on the first floor uh where it's always very very cold. So up in my room it's just now it's constantly like 95 110 degrees. <laughs> no getting away from it. Uh and once Jess wakes up in the middle of the night for being too hot, then it's there's no sleep for Chris. So um it's just you know just one of those nights it's just too hot to sleep in the middle of winter like it's snowing. We are in the middle of a snowstorm
0: right now, but it was too hot to sleep last night. So if you um I I know that you were not requesting solutions to this problem that you were merely explaining a a trivial problem with the hopes that i would sympathize with it instead i am not going to sympathize and i'm just going to try to over explain a solution for you Uh, hey i mean i'll take any advice i can get get a get a thermostat an Echo B
1: thermostat Oh, I can't really tell you that's not gonna happen. If I tried to do anything, it, my grandmother would call the police on me.
0: Because Ecobee, <laughs> I don't live in.
1: I'm not. I don't have a living situation where I can do that. Something like that.
0: Ecobee thermostats have little sensors that you can put in various rooms of the house, and you could tell it like I want the living room to be. Jeremy, sensor. this house is
1: 200 years old. I don't know if that's allowed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's totally allowed. People do this shit all the time. Every
1: time I buy a book, my grandmother tells me the man said that's too many books. <laughs> I mean, Grandma Mosier's not
0: wrong when it comes to. I books. got a bad. I have a bad life No, I, My life is fine. I'm kidding. <laughs> you just got a weird living situation. I just literally.
1: have a very weird living situation. Hey, that's what happens when you're poor. You know, you don't get to. Uh, you don't get. To, well, it's it's less about being poor and more about being um, really irresponsible financially.
0: Are you irresponsible financially? I went like, to I feel college. Like, I feel, oh, <laughs> that doesn't count. That doesn't count. Everybody <laughs> in your life told you to do that. That's not a mistake. <laughs> that was just a, that was just something that you did. You weren't you weren't smart enough to get yourself out of, <laughs> yeah, or, so. or or you were you were too smart for your own good.
1: That's you know that's what it was. I was just too darn smart.
0: Yeah, that's that's, that's not your fault at all. Everybody tells you just like everybody told me in autumn to buy a house. In two thousand and four, and the one area of the country that just like fucking exploded with the housing bubble. It's too many houses. Too many houses. Love to buy a house in two thousand four that's worth one hundred fifty thousand dollars, and the next year for it to be worth seventy five thousand dollars. I love that for you guys. I love that. Fifteen years later, (laughs) to look it up on Zillow because hey, you've had a couple of drinks and you're curious. Yeah, what's what's, what's up with two three two, blank blank blank, Mesa, Arizona. Uh, oh yeah, it's still worth seventy five thousand dollars fifteen years wow. later. So Wow. That sucks. I don't know why I can't whistle, I just tried to whistle and it didn't work. Did you um Why can't I whistle? What happened? To I my, don't know. What happened to my you gotta, your, your juju's all wrong. My my
1: there it is. There it is. I was gonna say my tiredness is throwing you off. I'm telling you. Um did you uh did you do any television viewing this weekend?
0: Uh what did I watch this weekend? Um the fuck did we watch this weekend? We finished The Witcher. Mm-hmm. Uh, we continued Castle Rock season 2, which is incredible. Like mm-hmm. it's 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 mind-blowing the kind of shit. Like if you told me like, "Oh, it's it's the chick from Misery," right? Like I would have mm-hmm. been like, "Oh yeah, I already know everything about that. Like I know exactly what you're going to do wrong." It's Ooh. it's it's one of those things where you know how you're when you're reading a Stephen King novel and like there's this weird supernatural plot happening and you just yeah. want to get back to it. And then yeah. he just, he just goes on this detour on like one character for a couple of hundred pages. And you get to know mm-hmm. like a lot about the motivations and the character for that, for that person. Um, it, the TV show is doing that for, um, Annie, which is mind blowing to me, which wow. is I would not have expected that. No, me fucking either dog. It is crazy. <laughs> uh, and there's some really good twist in there too. And like, and it's combined with like, like autumn's like it's like needful things and misery had a baby but it's better than both of those things interesting
1: and it's not supposed to or is it supposed to line up with the nope. actual canon story not or is at it all. just like not at all. drawing inspiration from okay
0: these okay. are it's basically just a horror anthology that i think takes inspiration from everything that's ever happened in castle rock or just stephen king in general it seems, uh-huh. and yeah. and and just putting that into like a tv show and adapting it will and nilly which is honestly great like i don't need a yeah, slavish cool. adaptation for steven right for Stephen right King. right um what else did i watch i watched the joker
1: that's a that's a thing right can we, can we
0: have a just a quick joker spoiler session talk about,
1: talk about uh uh talk about joker spoilers so
0: uh joker's mom is uh it, it, it worked for thomas wayne this is yeah okay and eventually the joker uh aka arthur finds out that uh his mom um had sex with thomas wayne and he is and he is the offspring so he he is batman's half-brother you when you said this in uh in our discord i just i didn't believe
1: it it's so stupid (laughs) and i mean i'm sure that the joker is a good
0: movie i'm sure that it's not joaquin phoenix it's gives not. a great performance he does. okay he absolutely does um, yes joaquin is, but I just, is very interesting to watch in the movie yes i
1: um i liked the dark knight when that came out because i was 16 <laughs> so sure. or 17 yeah. whatever i liked That's it when it came out like it, it right. was a
0: little weird like it was like saying some weird political messages but it was a batman right. movie it was pretty fun right but um, yeah i don't i don't
1: particularly like the joker um i am and that could just be because of um the the sort of like fetishism everybody seems to have for him which people do for a lot of bad guys people really uh fetishize uh bad guys um or romanticize them and um that's never been my jam but um yeah so this this new movie never yeah didn't didn't do anything for me
0: i um you found out later when joker confronts thomas wayne in the bathroom at the at an opera house oh sick um that not only thomas wayne says that he did not quote unquote screw your mom (laughs) he he (laughs) uh but also that the joker was adopted um and he can and the joker can go find this out because she was uh later um put into arkham asylum because she was Uh. a fucking crazy person So the Joker goes to Arkham Arkham Asylum and um, is having a real nice conversation with the guy from, uh, um, he's been in a bunch of movies. Uh, I can't remember what his name was, though. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Anyway, the guy starts getting freaky and he's like, wait a minute, Joker you're you're acting a little weird i don't want to give you your mom's file and so the joker uh-huh. like reaches through the little thing the opening in the glass and just grabs it and runs away which i thought was a real joker move <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> lex Luthor stole 40 cakes yeah <laughs> everybody uh huge, huge huge just hipaa violations huge villains <laughs> yeah absolutely huge villainy um but he reads the file and um the file says that his mom uh not only adopted him But uh, also let some boyfriends like severely abuse the Joker, which maybe accounts for some of the, some of his weird issues, like his inability to stop laughing when he's feeling emotional duress. Um, oh, if you didn't wear it, like this is totally shits on any kind of like mental wealth and mental health. (laughs) Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's bad all the way around. Um. But yeah, like, and like, there's a scene where he's reading the file and he sees a flashback to his young mom in like, an interrogation room or whatever, saying like, Oh no, Thomas Wayne created all of those adoption papers so that he would hide that he had sex with me and that <laughs> I had the Joker. What? So it's left what? a little ambiguous. Like you choose to believe <laughs> and Thomas Wayne is made out to be a capitalist fucking pig in this. Like, it's which got, I'm sure he is. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's no, there, there are no ethical billionaires, right? Like you just right. don't, you don't get right. to be that guy. Um, so either you get to be, you, you try to you have to believe Elon Musk or this poor woman who has obviously had some sort of abuse in her history too yeah. that is like yeah. trying to confess to Arkham Asylum doctors which are not known to be super great so yeah right. the Joker is a fucking mess is what it is damn and you and you watched it on purpose i did i, I mean like i had to like I, i'm like i'm a superhero guy like i gotta yeah, i gotta watch yeah. all this bullshit like i've seen i've right. seen everything like I, I don't think there's been one superhero movie that I haven't seen i haven't seen Shazam yet i'll take that back I haven't oh seen Sh- okay i
1: i find that I have to go into a movie either already not caring about it in which case i'm probably not watching it um or actively like looking to dislike it in order for me to dislike a movie it, like if it's a real train wreck pile of trash or extremely problematic or something then i'm not gonna like it but i find like i mean i'm not gonna like, get into this but rise of skywalker like there's a lot of problems with that movie but i just like genuine like generally like m- to watch a movie <laughs> so when i watch a movie i go all right yeah <laughs> i was just entertained for two hours so if i watched the joker i'd probably be like all right yeah That's fine yeah,
0: I, I'm the same way. Like, I don't, I yeah. don't, it, it doesn't take anything away from me to watch a movie. Like, it's an hour and a half to two hours of my time. If I, if I'm like looking to watch some trash, which is what I was doing when I was watching the Joker, mm-hmm. uh, um, I was kind of sick and I was like, I'm just going to sit on this couch and like watch something and not look at my phone for a while. Uh, but if I'm looking to watch for trash, watch some trash, I'll, uh, I like, I tend to stay away from like the three hour movies. Like I just, I can't commit three hours sure. to something that's going to be terrible um but like the joker was like an hour and 45 like that's an easy right movie. you're not you're not trying to watch the hobbit battle of five armies right you know you're <laughs> not looking for that
1: level of which <laughs> i have not seen i've obviously you know how much i love lord of the rings i've seen the hobbit the first of the weird to say the first hobbit but the first Hobbit movie, i think i've seen three times now each time significantly worse than the last time because um, I,
0: those, those movies get ter- me and me and autumn tried to watch one on new year's eve a couple of years ago um I don't. Rem- I think it's the second one, which is the one that the, with the Cumberbatch dragon or whatever. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And uh, boy, oh boy, it's
1: um, remarkable because Oof. as far as the the books go, obviously I I I feel like a poser because I love the Lord of the Rings movies so much, and so sure. many like diehard uh, Tolkien fans don't like the movies, but um, uh, I love the Lord of the Rings books. I really love the Lord of the Rings movies, but um i love the hobbit book more than lord of the rings because of just the when i read it in my life and how much joy it, it gave me at the time so when they announced that they were doing the movie i was super excited we were there opening night to see it in imax and we were very excited going into it and i had a good time when i watched it, just like any of these other things because i you know i want to like a thing so i was like great had a had a fun time. They used some of the music cues from Lord of the Rings, and you know all that, all that fun stuff. And then I went and see it a second time, and I was like, "Holy shit!" Like forty minutes into that movie, I was like, "I don't know if I can make it. This movie <laughs> sucks. This is so boring. Why am I so bored?" I thought I liked this, uh, and have have never been able to make it to to the other movies. It's because they take <laughs> they take just this charming little story, and they make all these in the movie. They make all the dwarves hot, and yes. and yes. like what? There's no need for there to be handsome dwarves. They're supposed to be. Funky little guys who live under the mountains. I don't need them to be hot and to have romances with elves. What? I think the it's just too much.
0: The best part of that movie, the one that sticks out in my memory, is like the dwarves singing that like real deep song or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like the I just did the O Death thing, which is where my mind is. You sure did. But that's like the only thing I remember about that. Otherwise, like other every other scene just feels like a like we talked about this on the rise of skywalker podcast that we did but like it just feels like a fucking like amusement park ride where you're just mm-hmm. like wow mm-hmm. things are happening on the screen it's a fun kind of cool ride And don't worry yeah. about character motivations or plot guys because right. 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 we're here to fuck up a red dragon or something i guess yeah, uh, yeah. i don't know i don't know um yeah, yeah it was uh
1: yeah Th- those were extremely disappointing
0: Hey folks, Jeremy here. Uh, Chris and I are about to start talking about The Witcher. Um, it's a relatively new series on Netflix, so I just want to give you a heads up that we are talking about some plot elements from it. Uh, there's nothing mind-boggling or uh, no like real gotchas, but we do talk about um, some stuff in the show. So if you want to go in completely uh, spoiler-free, uh, skip over the next like ten or fifteen minutes uh, of this of these outtakes. And thanks for listening, everybody.
1: So let's see what about I I finished the Witcher what 2 weeks ago now. Um, I, fi- it's, I it's just
0: I finished it shortly after you did. You 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 binged it in a weekend and I had to take a brief break over Christmas but then I finished it right after Christmas. So
1: Oh wow, that was before Christmas. Jeez, time is just really out of control these this last is the few week, weeks. This, we are
0: in between Christmas and New Year's which is the no man's land of time.
1: Yeah. yeah. When we watched that, like we saw uh Rise of Skywalker, and then I think we watched all of The Witcher like immediately. So yeah. it was just like a lot all at once. Um,
0: and then right in did the you middle like of all of this is is The Mandalorian, like the and The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Finish, it up. Finish cool. the Mandalorian. We won't spoil
1: that, I guess. But um, holy shit, the last episode was really great. We, we gave uh, well.
0: we gave B. Wade a taste, and now he's texting me like we should do a Mandalorian podcast, the three of us. And hey, like, hey, dial, dial it down, B. Wade. Hey, I'll do it. I don't care.
1: <laughs> Scratch <laughs> that from the record, but I will do it. <laughs>
0: um, I like The Witcher a lot. I um I think that it was Henry. Okay, so top to bottom, real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mm-hmm. was very w- leery of Henry Cavill in this from the mm-hmm. beginning. I don't like that dude. That dude was has been in various movies. I think the only one that I like him in was Stardust. I've made that joke in this podcast before, where he's just like a little shrimp of a man. He hasn't his muscles didn't mm-hmm. have muscles then. He just had normal yeah. muscles. Um, he, <laughs> from the very first episode, he kind of sold me as his. his Gerald yeah, um, a, a word that I'm not going to stop saying wrong because I know it just, it just every single time I say it, it just, it, it bothers you a little bit. <laughs> I lose um, a little bit more hair every time. <laughs> um, he he sold it. I still yeah, think he he's did. too buff in mm-hmm. that way that sometimes dudes just have too many muscles. Like, dial it down. Who are you trying to impress? Like, the, <laughs> the scene, the very first time that you see him shirtless, and it's in the, it was in one of the original trailers, too, where you're like, holy shit. Like, goddamn, dude. What is yeah. wrong? How did you do this? Like, how many humans um, have to donate their growth hormones for you to be for, like this? For
1: some reason, I saw whatever, some clip of him talking about that, of how he had to uh, dehydrate himself for like three or four days um which is like you can have like a glass of water a day up until like the day that you shoot it and then you can't drink any water for like 24 hours so that your skin like like suctions in around your muscles so it makes you look incredibly fucking shredded um but yeah he was pretty miserable about that i was like oh interesting i had no idea that that's a thing that these actors probably have to do all the time to when they have like shirtless scenes or whatever um interesting stuff but yeah i was uh i was also pretty wary of him especially when they showed that first um, like teaser of him coming out in the Legolas wig and he like yeah. drinks a potion and it didn't look great. And then they announced um Yennefer, who looked super, super young. Um and there's like a ten, fifteen year age difference in real life between the actors. So um I was like, yeah, I don't know. They're supposed to supposed to be like seventy years old. This this is um this is weird. But Yennefer sold it for me. Um when she goes through her backstory transformation and then when she she walks out as the Yennefer that we know. Um it was like a huge moment of like, oh shit, yep, that's Yennefer. Um And overall, I think the casting was really great.
0: Um, I thought they did and- a remarkable job of not letting the Yennefer transformation, the pre-Yennefer transformation, be completely fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there's some real problematic stuff around like, Wow, why are we ripping her uterus out and like showing yeah. it on the screen? And all, like, there's 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 a bunch of yeah, like feminist my points <laughs> of view that. And look, go look. Like, there's tons of women writing articles about that stuff that are trying to say it better right. than me and Chris. Get, uh, yeah, but, like, my
1: interpretation of that stuff in the books was always uh, that sorceresses one or in sorceress too. I just assumed it was anybody who like embraces and uses magic. Once you have have given yourself these extraordinary abilities, you can, I guess, no longer create life which yep. is a weird thing to say because same thing with witchers um where they they're they're sterile they can't they can't have children because of the mutations done to their body it just doesn't work no more they can't create like, but you didn't uh, think that they
0: like ripped the witchers balls I, I just assumed it was it like
1: hand in front of them, magic right? made that stuff not yeah. work anymore <laughs> exactly. and not even on like an organ level just in like a uh because of magic your your body is no longer
0: like able to give to, yeah, yeah. To create life you, you can just you say just, your spermies don't work anymore that's your so spermies
1: big. don't work um and and yeah because it's just magically it's all just been so yeah it was all pretty pretty graphic but also the only thing that as far as i can remember the only thing that we ever knew about Jennifer's past was that um she had a hunchback and um she changed herself and that's, and, that's and I really thought that what stuff was
0: like actually kind of like i was worried about that stuff when Cause anytime you cast a beautiful woman and it's like one of those 10 things i hate about you moments right uh where you're like oh the beautiful woman has some glasses on so she's ugly and horrible oh she took mm-hmm. her glasses off mm-hmm. and now she's beautiful like i always hate that kind of trope um but they did a reasonably good job of making it her choice to do the whole thing mm-hmm. to do these things um even if like external pressures were on her like right I, th- I thought that was I thought that was done pretty well. I was really worried in, about the casting of Jennifer too, but that, that chick I think did a wonderful job
1: yeah um especially like w- later in the like when you finally get to see Jennifer in action uh, when they're in the carriage that gets ambushed, mm-hmm. um we see her doing some magic as they're like jumping through like locations um I thought that scene was super cool and um really like brought her to life after everything that we had seen her go through in her transformation um so yeah overall thought the cast was pretty great Siri is obviously she's like a kid um and we don't get to see siri do anything um it's funny because watching like a few interviews with jess um they're asking them like hey so do you guys like how'd you guys like the fight scenes or whatever and um yennefer's actress saying oh yeah it was really enjoyable i'd love to do more of that um and then the serious actress being like, yeah, I'd love to do like any of it <laughs> instead of just, <laughs> just like some of it Right? because like clearly she must have an idea of who Siri is and who Siri becomes. Yeah. But like here, she's just like a snotty little princess. Um, it's so, weird because
0: my only experience with Siri, we we never covered any of the books that has her in it. Um, yeah. But my only experience is like playing her as her via or really just to say the Witcher three video game. Like that's my only mm-hmm. experience where she is. Uh. In the flashback, she's she's very small and she's already been adopted by the Witcher at that point. And they're like right. training her, uh, and then there's flashbacks where you play as her on her mission, where she's obviously mm-hmm. aged up quite a bit. So, like this mm-hmm. series, I have never, I don't have any context for, it, so I don't know if that this was successful or not. I did like it, like, and I especially yeah. liked her grandmother. I thought her grandmother was a fucking mm-hmm. badass, Calanthe. super great. So.
1: So did you remember Calanthe from when we 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 covered that yes, on Silver from Monsters, yes. that story? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was happy that they they brought that episode into it or that short story into it. But I guess that brings us to the other um, big key element of the way this show was created and, and that's the the time structure. Yeah. Which I guess a lot of people don't like. I don't think you like it very much. Um, it's the same way that the first book is set up um, where... With well, with the book, we have the anchoring chapters in between all of the stories that explain where Geralt is in in mm-hmm. you know the main timeline, and every story that he's telling happened before now, and that's that's essentially like where we're going, and it, it gives um, you a
0: clue that hey, like these these are our stories, right? Like these mm-hmm. are stories that Geralt is going to tell somebody or is thinking about, and they are. You know, we we they could be from anywhere. Like I think that's the thing that I'm missing from the TV show, and the reason I don't like it. I texted you because I started playing Witcher Three again, and one of the first things that happens in the Witcher Three, as you resume control of your character, is it like puts like it's like 1782, (laughs) like it's a fucking (laughs) like I really expected there to be like a uh, like a weird like it's year five or something, but no, it's like 1782 or whatever, the beginning of the Witcher Three, and it really frustrated me that the the TV show. Didn't even give you a fucking clue. Like, even if they only did that for the Witcher scenes, I think that would be interesting. And I know they wanted you to figure it out, and it's kind of a bold thing to do. Like, it's just to leave it Mm -hmm. on the viewer because it's it could be very alienating. But what ended up happening is it just distracted me. Like, I would I I was thinking more about like where is this taking place as opposed to what is happening on the screen, right? And Um, I think that's the most the the most damning thing I can say about a a, a game. Yeah,
1: without having uh, context for it if you were going in like not having any like, yeah what they're stepping into it's it's going to be incredibly confusing and seemingly pointless to do it like this um for me i felt it very gratifying because i was able to figure it out um and it, I, gratifying not because of what was necessarily there in the show but because i've read the last wish three times and it feels like i only have now just started to really piece everything together and figure out who the players are and every story Uh, when they take place, where they take place. But that's, that's kind of separate from the show. It's just, I've read that book three times now. I read the second book twice, and finally being able to look, watch the show and through the show go, okay, I am finally putting the pieces together in a way that I just never necessarily did as a as a reader um because they drop you into each story without really much context it's just like hey here's a guy he gets kicked out of every chill he goes to um <laughs> but a lot of people like him for some reason i don't know it's it's you know so what did, yeah what i did think
0: you think about um the relationship between yennefer and Geralt because so i
1: saw you and, and many other people uh not happy about it at all no maybe i, 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 I I'm actually
0: i'm actually kind of into it like i, I don't I, th- I think it's i i i'm I'm doing that thing where I ask you your opinion on something and then I'm interrupting you from the answer <laughs> so I can tell you my own opinion um i i I'm into it like i I like the idea of this relationship. I don't think that those two human beings have any chemistry to each other with each other whatsoever
1: It sort of is like that I feel like in the book too um where nobody understands what the hell's wrong with them when they're near each other because it's like they seem like they just don't they don't like each other and they don't get along but they are drawn to each other again and again even before um the last wish is made um they, they're for some reason they're they're drawn to each other and i think it's because of their sort of shared um like isolation and the way that they both are as people that when they butt heads with each other they're like oh wait this is like a you know the other side to my coin essentially which is hard to explain but in the show i was definitely projecting a lot because in the first two books which is based on Geralt and yennefer run into each other uh when they meet in the during the last wish which is like episode five maybe six um and then they see each other again uh in the dragon episode which is maybe episode six or seven um and in that time the show doesn't really tell us this um but it's been maybe 10 years, um, and they have been with each other, lived together, fallen away from each other, Gerald left her, she left him, there's all these things that happened, um, but the show doesn't really <laughs> tell us any of that, um, so when I'm watching it, I'm inferring all of that, and I don't even know if that's supposed to be the canon of the show, uh, but I was inferring all of that watching it, so in my head, I'm like, oh, this all makes perfect sense, um, but that's I mean that's almost a flaw on my part as a viewer to to infer things that aren't actually there because if the show isn't actually doing that work then I'm just doing the show's work for it um which uh somebody who hasn't you know read the books isn't necessarily going to be able to enjoy
0: the um the first time that Uniform and, and Geralt meet is at the uh at the orgy right where he walks up and is like I'm a uh, and he kind of looks around at all these people having sex and he's like I brought you some apple juice <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. And, and, and like at that point, Unifer is extremely curious because it's something that she's never seen before. Like she's obviously mm-hmm. gone through her trials and tribulations as a, as an understudy. And she's been, she kind of rebelled against the, the brotherhood or, or the guild or whatever the fuck it is. And now she's kind of doing her own thing. And it's, she's, she's never seen a witcher before. And there's that like latent curiosity. Mm-hmm. And that was super interesting to me. Like that, like all of that was super interesting and I was kind of into it and then all of the wish stuff happens and like immediately afterwards they start boning down and I'm I, I have I was at a, um, I was at a sushi restaurant today and whatever sports thing that was on the TV at the bar turned into days of our lives and at some point days of our lives like two people are like actively honking each other like they're just making out and like it's just <laughs> we're like we're just sitting there like having a beer eating some sushi and like there's just people like s- like softcore porn happening in front of me basically and i'm like very weird it's v- super strange like it's awkward and it's terrible and i kind of felt the same way when they actually did this sex stuff when they start like rolling around in the pews yeah the whatever. It's, it's supposed to be kind of played
1: not for laughs but it's supposed to be uh ridiculous because well, they, the way that they're they introduce it in the story in the in the book is that dude who's in love with Jennifer, like is like oh no they're dying because he hears like the sounds of their moaning and he thinks that they're they're crying or whatever and he goes over and he sees that they're boned down and he's just super fucking depressed and walks away he's like nope they're fine they're, and then dandelion goes over there and he jokes and he makes whatever and then that's it that's like all we even know about them um hooking up is like dandelion making fun of them yeah. um and which is we we don't I just
0: like after after that point like I just feel like there's there's just not enough chemistry between the two human beings to really care there's more chemistry between Jensen Ackles and Misha Collins than there Mm -hmm. is Henry Cavill and boy am I sorry for not knowing Jennifer's name I apologize she was not in a Mission Impossible movie guys I don't Mm -hmm. I don't remember Mm -hmm. her name Um, (laughs) Um, but there's I just I just I wish there was like something more to that that I I could grasp mm-hmm. onto because like, there's some, some there's some really cool fucking moments like in the dragon. Yeah. I mean, I'm super into it. I know
1: Jess absolutely loves them.
0: So, when um she, like when she like I don't when like soldiers are about to attack him and she like jumps into his arms and is like cast um Avard, or whatever the fuck the spell is, and like makes out with him to like juice up his powers or whatever. That's fucking dope. Like, I want more of that shit. <laughs> that was super cool. I don't know what was what is the actual spell. I am sorry. What is? The I don't actual? even know. I don't okay. remember what he does in that scene. Yeah, yeah, it's the telekinetic like push thing. I don't know which one that is, but yeah. Uh, um. Anyway, yeah. Overall, I really like the adaptation. Um, I did too. I hope I am not being too negative. One. I hope I am not bumming you out. No, it's okay.
1: It's okay, I am all right. It's um, it's a shame that we have to wait until twenty twenty one to get a
0: season two. Um, but at least we're getting a season two. So there's that. It's really surprising to me. Like, I I know these things take a long time, especially with fantasy, but like, I didn't think that they were going, it didn't feel like a game of Thrones style. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it didn't feel like Mm -hmm. they were, they're, 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 they're filming this on location in eight different locations and seven different So, Um, and maybe that's because of the, the way that Netflix
1: does things with, you know, filming and releasing everything all at once. So it's like, we have to wait for they're their all to be done i don't mean i'm sure all of game of thrones is probably was probably done before the episode one aired i don't know um but i think that probably makes it take longer i don't know we're getting uh at least we're getting mandalorian in in the fall instead of uh having to wait till 2021
0: oh yeah and the mandalorian like ended in a, a phenomenal episode i don't remember last time we recorded but i feel like it was before um i think we had both watched that episode um but but like they were brought to the last episode uh, right before yeah because it had to be because we was before rise of skywalker um but man that that show just ended in a fucking incredible finale i just want more of that
1: yeah i feel like i liked every episode of that show more than the last um which doesn't seem to be a popular opinion but um yeah i was a it was a huge fan (laughs)